Welcome back to the haircuts and uppercuts, Babby. It's been a while. I've been Best busy. Uh, your your favourite your favourite fighter ever has got his dream match up, hasn't he? It's going to be carnage. <laughs> going to lay his chocolate brownies on Kardashian. Should we start on with um? Should we start off with that? Fuck it, might as well. It's only eight years too late, isn't it? Eight years too late. I mean, look, it's a good fight, isn't it? It's going to be a good fight just because of the rivalry. But it, is it, it pay per view? Pension fund the baby. Yeah, is it is it pay per view? No, I don't, it's not. I, I don't think so. I, I I think that's very bad. But but I'm gonna what? Fuck it, I'll watch it. I ain't gonna lie. I'll come Fitness. to your I'll, I'll come to your house and watch it if you're paying pay per view for it. There we go. <laughs> Mate, I'll, I'll be watching it because let's face it, I'm a sad bastard. who has got nothing in life other than wife, kids, business, and boxing. Sounds like a pretty good life, actually. But... <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna pay. I I will begrudgingly pay it. I will slag them off on social media saying they're robbing bastards, but I'll still do it. It's kind of a bit like, and obviously it's not as big, but like when Mayweather fought um, Pacquiao, right? You know, yeah, it's, it's it was British years too late. It was years too late. But you're going to bloody what? Well. There's a lot of line not possible going, oh, I ain't paying for and me being one of them. Oh, I ain't paying pay-per-view. When it comes around, I, I probably will, to be honest. It's a thought we all want to see. You know, we everyone in boxing has their pick, Carl or Brooke. It's always an argument, isn't it? Oh, I think Carl will I think Brooke will win. And that, that argument will be answered, whether it's eight years too late or not, I guess. So. See, a couple of years ago, I would have said Brooke all day long. But well, I, just, I would, yeah. I think Brooks deteriorated much more than Khan has. I think Brooks had worse injuries, isn't he? And I think he's yeah. gone into fights which he probably shouldn't have gone into more than Khan. Stepped up to wait to fight Golovkin. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, fuss out. I mean, at the same time, Khan fought Canelo, right? But you know, I know Khan got not viciously knocked out, but he was competing. Whereas for me, Brooke he was, and, he, and he didn't game. actually. He didn't go up to weight classes. They fought at a catch weight. Yeah, People exactly. Forget that. And you think you're telling me Golovkin doesn't walk in the ring five, six, seven to ten pounds heavier? I know Canelo would have as yeah. well, but you know when you've eaten yourself up to the weight and the guy's boiling down to the weight, there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, I personally always thought I always thought Carl would beat Brooke. I just think he's a better boxer. I think everything he does better than him. Maybe not. Knockout power, but um, but, you know, Brooks not a knockout artist either. But for, you know, f- I can see where you're coming from saying, yeah, he has taken more damage, isn't he, Brook, over the years? So yeah, I think this I, is a perfect think, time for Khan to take the fight. I honestly think five years ago, it would have been me sat here saying Brooks going to knock him out, going to land on his glass chin and shatter it. But I just so don't, I never think so I don't think Brook would. I just don't think Brook would have landed it. See, I think he would have, and I hope I'm wrong. I do like Khan, mm. but obviously, you know, if you're Yorkshireman, you've got to support Yorkshire. That's a good point. I'm not from Yorkshire, so I'm completely but, um, mutual in this. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, I just don't think Kells, in his previous performances, looked that sharp. Neither did Khan, but I think Khan looks better. It's... Yeah, and I think Khan's fought, you know, his last few fights, Khan has fought, you know, good opponents, hasn't he? I do still think this fight's going to be good because they're both nowhere near as good as they used to be, but they've both deteriorated. So it's still going to yeah. be a good fight. But at least and... it's not, you know, they're not both, you know, one's not in their prime and the other's not. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly. That's as good about it. It's going to be a, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. And I, I hope the, um, God, it's this promoter's dream if they cock this one up. I mean, I'm sky of. Get rid of boxing on Sky if I don't get this one right. <laughs> oh well, fucking hell! Because imagine like if it drops off. They've had their main events drop off more than their main events have fought since uh, yeah. Ben Shalom and Sky and Boxer and Wasserman have all got together. It's a bit, a bit of a nightmare for them at the moment. So hopefully that they can get the big fight on Babby. Yeah, Bobby. Did you know what? It's a, it's a big fight in it for him to have so soon into the. You know, to promoting the sport on a big level, it's a you know, fair point. They've pulled one out of the bag, really, haven't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it's basically yeah. like, unless, unless hope it goes well. I mean, because um, all right, the zone, you know, the zone's done all right. It's not sort of done like changing things, is it? Yeah, <laughs> but no, you know, you know, so I think is the zone game change. Yeah, which so, I mean, we've got we're in a period now where we've got 
you know, the big thing in boxing in the UK was Sky Sports. That's gone now. Um, and now it's, you know, we've got two separate entities really there who are in a way battling for the British pub. I know the zone's on a global scale, but, you know, if you're sat, if you're sat there one way, you know, what thought should I watch? You're going to be thinking, oh, should I watch Saturday Night on Sky Sports? Shall I watch the zone? And that's... Yeah. That's how it is at the moment, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, because let's face it, Uncle Frank only puts on like one or two good shows a year. Not yeah, even, um, I've just talked. I've just talked about a promotional battle in the UK, right? And I've not even mentioned Frank Warren. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's how, unfortunately, <laughs> irrelevant his shows can be now and then. But let's face it, Frank put on one of the best shows of the year weekend just gone. Yeah, Linden Yard Two, Yard Linden Two, whatever way you want to call it. Yeah, and let's be fair to Frank; he does put them out of the bag, doesn't he? Now and then. Yeah, every now and then. And I, I remember he, he, he had fight. Well, probably card of the year last year as well, in my opinion. With uh, Joyce Debar. Yeah, brilliant. yeah, that was, that was card, yeah, easily the best card of the year. Easily, but Frank needs us. Basically, he needs us working for him. Because he can't sell fucking ice cream down the beach in summer. Like, is... I can sell boxing in dungarees. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Good job it's a podcast and no one can see you look like you just come in from a shift down the docks. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... It's cold on them docks there. It's got to live in Coven, shouldn't it? (laughs) That December wind coming in got me dungarees on to keep me warm. Yeah, they're comfy, right? <laughs> I want a pair, not going to lie. Yeah, Lucy and Yak? Yeah. Click the link, click add it to the own podcast. <laughs> Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, should we get into the, the Yard Arthur rematch? Yeah. No one, no one thought Yard was going to win that. I don't give a shit what anyone says now. You know, everyone could be an after-time and say, oh, well, 40 yard was going to do him. Everyone I spoke to, obviously we didn't do a pod last week, we were all busy. Oh, well, if Lyndon Arthur can beat him with just a jab, you know, two arms working, he's got he's got no chance. Lyndon Arthur's going to smash him up. Well, everyone was wrong. I got credit to Yard, really, because, let's be honest, everyone had every right to think that going into that ring. Yeah, they did. You know, um, because he did get done by a jab in the first fight, and it was, it was poor, wasn't it, from him? Um, but bloody hell, what a what a response! Yeah, well, I, mean, I, think... Scar, I think that's got his career back on track now. I, so I, really do I, do. I, I think he's learned from that fight. I think Anthony Yard's problem was he had like puncher's arrogance. It was just yeah. all he needs to do is wait for an opportunity, wait for an opportunity. Where this time he didn't wait for an opportunity; he created the opportunity, put him under pressure, made him make mistakes, capitalized, and battered him. It felt like he, from, I'd say, second round on, he was hunting him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He, he was yeah. He was putting him under pressure, pressure burst pipes, and yeah. that's what he needed. And I can understand the first fight where Yard, you know, looking at now what we've seen from the second fight, yeah, before the first fight, Yard, you know, Yard had been in there with some big names. They've been there yeah, with yeah, etc. Think... And, you know, you, you, know you, you can maybe understand why he was a bit feeble and went in the first fight thinking, I'm just going to walk through this guy. Well, you know, um, like, it's not until, like, you know, you look back and you're out of the situation, obviously, like, what people forget and what I've been reminded of this week was Anthony Yard lost two family members due to COVID just before that fight. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Right, so you think he's lost two family members. He's probably not in the right frame of mind to be getting in a boxing ring with anyone. I honestly think anyone could have probably beaten him that night, looking back on it now. It's not me being an after-timer. It's just, you've got to take into consideration, like, that's fucking awful. Like, I do think as well, though, I do think as well, though, you know, the whole of, you know, every boxer through that time was, obviously, Yards had a hard time of it there, but, you know, every boxer as well, you know, they're not they're not going in the gyms and sparring every day. So it was a very weird time in boxing in general. Yeah, you think, uh, yeah, like you say, know. wouldn't have been having proper sparring, wouldn't have had proper training, lost family members, and it, it was a huge step down from Kovalev. Oh, well, yeah, massive. massive, massive. So like yeah. his mental state would have been all over the place, and I think as much as you know, I 
I think it was great that Lyndon Arthur won, so it got his name out there a bit. And hopefully he can make some money off the back of that victory, even though it was yeah. lost to him. Because you want to see boxers do well. At the end of the day, you want to see him make a fucking living, don't you? And as well, do because, you know, fighting in front of a crowd, for example, it's another example, which I'm sure we'll touch on tonight, but um, Lopez, you know, he beat probably one of the all-time great boxers. Demolished him in lockdown with no crowd there. And what happened to him last week? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, do, you know, in... In that lockdown period, there were a lot of weird results. There were a lot of there was. weird Lock- matchups. Lockdown there was of... throwing up some yeah. random shit. And there was a lot of, you know, you watch fights and be like, this isn't right. And 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 it was interesting. And we're coming out of that, and now we're seeing different circumstances, right? Some I you could I reckon they're bottles out there who would win every fight in front of a crowd. And the minute there's one person in the room and no one else, you know, they may they may just not have it in them. Yeah, I think like it's quite an interesting thing to look at. You think like the mindset of some people going into it is the crowd's going to get to them. Like you know, if you're the away fighter, if you're the home fighter, Josh Warrington, for instance, uh, he's he's used to having all them Leeds nutters screaming him on, and probably the same with Anthony Yard, used to people cheering him on. The same with, let's face it. Vasil Lomachenko, although he's not American, they love him out there. Oh, he's a big name out there, isn't he? He is. And I want to touch on Lopez, right? Obviously, there's stuff come out today saying that he basically had pneumonia and he, fuck it or some shit, and he had like air trapped and he could have died. And I think, all right, well, he still had the shittest corner team going. That, yeah. Like, Stay calm, stay calm. Don't rush it. Fuck this motherfucker up. It really, it really reminded me actually of um, AJ Usyk. It was shit. It, it, do you know what I mean? It was just like that's the problem with having your dad in the corner. Yeah, it works for some fighters, uh, but let's be honest, the majority of the time it doesn't work, does it? You, you can't, you can't tell someone to stay calm and then tell in literally the same one minute break in between the rounds. Stay calm. Go fuck this motherfucker up. Like, yeah. Give him some advice. Calm down. Stop rushing in. Show him some feints. Lead with the jab. Yeah. Work angles. Oh, yeah, he and I mean, in there yeah. like a man possessed, just trying to knock him out. I mean, for, yeah, if we go in, we're talking about the Lopez Cambosos fight. Yeah. Um, you know, Cambosos fucking stunned him early, didn't he? He did. And he, and he walked straight yeah. into it, Lopez. And it, and you know, from that moment on. The game plan went out the window for Lopez. It was, oh my God. You know, we never thought this would happen. We never thought he'd be down in round one or round two, or whenever it was, you know. Yeah, end of round one. He was, was fucking just... stunned. He was stunned. From Frotch Groves one. Yeah. Same sort of thing happened there. Um, yeah, and it was, <laughs> it was really bad from the corner. But then, you know, at the same time, you know, Lopez, he's. It's true colours came out after that fight, didn't it? See, I, I like Lopez, and I, I'm not... I gonna... like him. I, I've sat here for the past year saying I think he's, he could become one of the greatest boxers ever. I, I still he, think he could. I, I just think... He, could, he, he, didn't help, he didn't help himself. Really he didn't, didn't help and himself. And his dad, his dad made him look like a pair of twats, so let's face yeah. it. Like, now, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, defend Eddie Earn to the point where... Well, there's no other way to put it. Eddie Earn has had some dodgy decisions on his shows. That yeah. wasn't one of them. And look, oh, no that, how many times has there been a dodgy decision and Eddie Earn's kicked off an interview afterwards saying that these officials are making them look like a mug? Mm. Countless. But that wasn't yeah. a dodgy decision. He got that wasn't. He got he got easily easily he got easily beat. Easily beat by a couple of rounds in my yeah. eyes. Easily beat. Maybe if a couple of rounds <laughs> could even have been more, really. And yeah, I you know, mean, he 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 got knocked down. He got knocked down the first round. He never recovered from that. No, and not not the not recovered as in like didn't recover from. Oh, he wasn't physically there and all that. You know, he was still there in the fight, but his game plan was gone. He'd been stunned. Was and he, 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 he was shell shocked. He got absolutely shell shocked. And you know, let's face it, like. Deontay Wilder made every excuse under the sun and we took the piss out of him. Mm. Now, I know he's not really come out and made excuses. He made himself look like a fool in the post-fight interview. 
and you know, if the doctor's coming out saying what the doctor's saying, I ain't a doctor, you just got got to take it for what it is, I suppose. But acting like that, we should never have left and come with the zone. Blah. So, well, you wasn't getting any airtime, mate. Yeah. Like, your promoter were outbidded by Triller. Triller couldn't then pay up. Eddie Earn stepped up, give you probably your biggest payday to date, put you on a massive global platform, and then you act like a twat. Like, well, I, I was saying for months and months after he beat Lomachenko, do you know how much I was And you can go back through all these podcasts, this is what I was saying, he's my idea of a proper boxer. You know, he's gone for Lomachenko, he's beaten him, he's won the belt, he wants to fight the best of the best of the best. And that's how boxing should be. And that kind of got thrown down the pan the other night, do you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, and... And, and and this Cambosos seems pretty genuine. Let's see what happens with con, with, you know, with negotiations and contracts. But he seems pretty genuine, as in what I was saying about Lopez uh, last year. Yeah. And you know, and bloody hard support, right? And fair play to him. You know, he's straight away sat there with Devin Haney, no trash, you're not. That's fine. Let's get it on. And let's yeah. hope no. Let's hope no. But Lopez could have. For me, he could have done more with boxing. He could have done a lot more. He could have. But, you know, if you, if you remember back to when he beat um, Lomachenko, right, his dad said he's got 15 to 18 months at this weight category before he needs to move up. That was over a year ago, his dad say, said that. But that would have been 15 to 18 months of him having a couple of fights, making weight. Exactly. And I think, I think as well, Luke, it's kind of come out, isn't it? They they, they wanted the Lomachenko rematch because obviously the payday. Yeah. But that they could never get that through. But it's like, well, I know he didn't want to relinquish his belts about defending them and all that shit, but I think, well, you, you could have done something. Do you know what I mean? Like, he could have... I know Triller, that Triller fucked up and, you know, they put in a massive, massive bid and they couldn't get the money together and that. But I think, oh, well, if you knew that you only had X amount of time until you had to move up in weight, you were Bob Aaron, for Christ's sake. You could have got on Tyson Fury undercard. Uh, let's face it. Uh, he didn't even need to be on undercard, though. That's the thing. No, When he beat Lomachenko, the boxing mob was going... Whoa, what's just happened? This guy is the next best thing. This guy could be the next Floyd Mayweather. That's how people were talking about him. Yeah, could have been. And uh, yeah. what happened? You know, he wants to sit there and slag off the zone and that. Well, Bob Aaron didn't throw him a fucking bone, did he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a shame. It's a massive it is, shame. It is because, a shame. Because, because I'm not gonna, I, I actually think a year ago when he will. Just over a year ago, when he beat Lopez, I think. Sorry, when Lopez beat Lomachenko, I think Lopez was absolutely battered Haney. I really do. So do I. But... And, and I just don't think that fight's going to happen now because we'll move up. Um, it's just that fight's dead in the water. How how good did Haney look? Though? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he looked brilliant, he... didn't he? He's matured, one... isn't he? He's a fighter. When you watch him a couple of years ago, he's yeah. But the one thing is, like, I was watching that fight and. Like, granted, it was, like, early hours of the morning. I, I haven't watched it back since. But I just remember thinking, like, how has he not knocked him out? Like, how is he still standing? Uh, he was yeah. he was landing flush on him. Flush. I genuinely think, Luke, I genuinely think watching it, though, he was, he was trying to get more rounds in. That's really what it began to look like as the fight went on. It was just... He, he, he could have got him out of there if he wanted to. I don't know, like, part of me just thinks, like, how was that motherfucker still standing? Yeah. Like, Devin Haney looked like he's got some serious meat behind his punches all of a sudden. Yeah. But I've never, I've never seen him look that crisp for that long. Like, yeah, no, he did. The pace he was fighting, good. that was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, but, um, let's hope him and Cambo... See, I think Haney wins that fight, if he fights Cambo, so it be a very tough fight for him, but I think he'll... I think his skill set is better. See, I, I think if Cambosis gets what he wants, if he gets the massive homecoming fight in Australia, that, that could be the difference. You know, you think the first, let's face it, he's practically the lineal champion, isn't he? Like, he's got 
I know he's got the franchise WBC belt, but he's the man that beat the man who beat the man who beat the man. He's a Kambosos. Yeah. Yeah. He's the first lineal champion Australia's ever had. If he goes out there and he's got 80,000 fans fighting outside in the Australian like summer night, I don't think Devin Haney would cope. I, I think... I, the did, I don't know. I'd, no, I'd screw that. I reckon Haney's probably fought in front of more kind of hostile crowds in America than you'll ever find in Australia. When it comes to boxing, definitely. Them Aussies are loose, man. And like, Haney's not, he's not been around that long, has he? Like, the fact yeah, the guy's a world yeah. champion already is actually quite amazing. Yeah. You know, again, he's American and they do have that, they, they do automatically get a bit of an easier route. But no, he's brilliant. He's great. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm up. Oh. I love how you just fucking casually throw that in there. You know, twenty four percent of our listeners are from America, Rob. Well, yeah, you know, they do. You know, it's a mecca of boxing, isn't it? So they do kind of have an automatic, you know, have a let's say a better route than if you came from. So if you're like the best boxer in the world from fucking Inverness. Oh yeah, no, I'm giving a <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? If he was, yeah. if he was American, he'd be heavyweight world champion. Oh fucking easy, mate. All you American listeners, talk to Gary Cornish. <laughs> and we were at that fight. We saw it get rigged live. <laughs> with our own that, was, that was so funny. <laughs> no, but, you know, you do genuinely, you know, for an American fight, America, you go to America to become a star yeah, in boxing. Yeah, you know, from America, you know, ultimate, and that's not slate in the way it's done there. It was just state and fans, really, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, let's face it, the WWE, no, like, they're like their sanctioning fees. Oh, they love them, don't they? We'd be crooks. Yeah. But no, I think... Everyone knows it's like 400 fucking dollars a pay-per-view in the States and oh, like God, yeah. a brand a ticket. Fucking madness, isn't it? Yeah. Like, why did I bought so much in the UK? Because we didn't have to pay 10 quid for it. <laughs> the, cheap, the cheap seats are 50 quid. <laughs> we wouldn't have to a small all show for 40 quid yeah. and have a curry and beers. Yeah, but in America, you go to like, a little side event next to NASCAR, and it's about ninety dollars. <laughs> He's <laughs> making a left turn. We've got to sort of take the piss out. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but yeah, fair play to Cambosis. So, like, how many times have we said boxers need to get seen, need to get heard? They need to, they need to do a Jake Paul. Like, but did you, did you cry about Cambosis as well this week? He's or it's been two weeks, really, isn't it? Yeah. A week and a half, you know, he has just been in the media constantly. Yeah, that's what they need to and do. It's great, and, he, and he's gone to every fight. And but you know, again, as I say, if he was an American fighter, I don't think he'd have to do that. But he knows what he is. He knows he's Australian, and he has to do that. Yeah, exactly. And, and fair what play a job to he's him. doing of it. What a job he's doing of it. Yeah. How many times we've we been sat in this podcast and saying that these boxers need to be like the Jake Pauls? Like, yes, Jake Pauls a knobhead, and I want to see him get smashed up. It ain't going to be by Tommy Fumble, so we'll get on to yeah. that in a minute. But, you know, they, they want to build up a a fan base. Well, you can't build up a fan base just by fighting. Yeah. You need to be seen other than inside the ring. You need to be heard. You need to go and cause a bit of shit. Like, yeah. I just, think, being... I just think, no, I think the way he's conducted himself, like, and listen, he's not, he's not about any shit, is he? No, he it's hasn't. Like, but he's just been... He's kept in the public eye and he's not done this whole like, oh, it's my dream. Oh, oh, so sorry. He's not done any of that. He's just like, right, I'm here. I've won the belt. Brilliant. I want to fight the best next. I'm going to go about and I'm going to look and I'm going to pick. And he's been very clear on what he's doing. Yeah. Now, we're not going to have to discuss on a podcast next week who he's, when they say, oh, he's rumoured to fight this guy. It's not going to be rumoured. It's going to be a fight that's going to happen. Yeah. It's how he you said, know. I want to fight Devin Haney. I'm the man. You're coming to Australia, like it or lump it. Yeah. And let's face it, he's got all the belts apart from the WBC. He's got the WBC franchise, which, let's face it, Devin Haney, you, you want to fight for the rest of the marbles? You want to be the man that beat the man that beat the man? You want to be the lineal champion? Well, you're going to have to go to Melbourne, mate. You're going to have to go to Sydney. You're going to have to do Tell what me. the champion But surely, if you're... The, I don't know. Again, not so so American views, but they don't like to travel a lot in boxing. They don't travel. No, they don't. They don't travel at all. Um, if you're Devin Haney now, 
Devin Haney is a better boxing than Bozos. I personally think. If you're Devin Haney, you're snatched in that opportunity to go to go abroad at, in someone else's backyard and unify. Yeah. Surely. Go, go steal some fans. Go. Yeah. And Eddie's going to love it because it's going to get disowned Australia viewing figures up, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, obviously, what it will come down to is it pays more money, right? So, let's be honest, it'll probably end up in Vegas. <laughs> let's be honest. Probably, yeah. But yeah. You never know, man. Like uh, Australia's never had a massive fight like that. It would be pretty sick. They've they fought in boxing, have they? But, I mean, Jeff Horn Pacquiao, that, that must have been big out Yeah, there. that was massive, actually. Yeah, stand yeah. corrected. That was in a fucking football stadium. It was huge. Yeah, that was huge, yeah. That sold out as well. Um, Ronda Rousey fought out there, Holly Holm. That was big. That obviously, was I see what say, but that yeah, was a great fight, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah a, lot, a lot's gone on in the boxing world. You think yeah. we've got a new unified lightweight world champion? Yeah. We could soon have an undisputed lightweight world champion. We can maybe, we could soon have an um, undisputed heavyweight. We could do. Talks are going on, so... AJ, AJ's talking about stepping aside. What do you think? I mean, I think that's actually... It doesn't look good for him, in fact, to rematch in music, but it could be the best move for him. I, you know what I mean? want him to, because... Well, I, think you, I, I think Fury... I just think you know I like Seasick. I really do. And then we get the fight we want. Exactly. We? Uh, let's face it. Like people think that we hate AJ and they think we suck Fury off. Like we don't hate AJ and we don't suck, suck Fury, Fury off for a reason because he's probably one of the best fucking heavyweights we've ever seen and ever will see. So. But if AJ steps aside and allows a fight with Fury and Usyk to happen, Fury beats Usyk. We then get to see Fury AJ. And it will probably be unless you're honest. If he yeah. does that, and then and then they'll probably get. There will be a rematch clause. They'll both get big money from it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's, yeah, I mean, but then imagine if Fury loses to Usyk. <laughs> I'd be laughing at. But if Fury um, loses to Usyk, I'd I'd still want to watch AJ Fury. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I'm, the only thing with the unification fight for me, you get one. If if I was AJ, in the way I view boxing, I wouldn't want. To step aside because in my eyes there should be the one unification fight and that's it and then the belts gradually get spread out because there's a lot of fighters waiting in the wings who should have had title shots yeah people yeah, like Joe Joyce's Dylan, Dylan White at the moment though he's in the bad boots because he pulled out but um, no, that's not fair on not fair on Wallen really was it but, um, no but it's all fucked up at the moment like, yeah, but do you know what I mean? There's a lot of fighters waiting in the wings, really. Who there is. Should, for me, for me, and, and this may sound ridiculous, but I think um, Charles Martin is actually worthy of a shot at a belt. Fuck do you not think? No. no. No, I think no. he has. No, I think he has. He's, he lost to AJ years ago, and he, look at look at his, you know, he's won a few good key fights. He, he deserves to be in and around the mix for it, definitely, for me. See, And, I, there, and I, there's how many belts there? Five, 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 six. Many. Do you know what I mean? He's so, mandatory the RBF, isn't he? Or he's yeah. called the mandatory the RBF. But, but yeah, he's, just... pick, he's picked his route like every other fighter on the planet does. You know, what, you know, there's a lot of fighters. I'm just using him as an example. Him, your Dylan Mites, your Joe Joyce's. These are all mandatory fighters, and they're never, they're not going to get a shot in the next few years. No, they deserve not. it. They deserve their shots. They, they do. So let's get a unified. Selfishly, let's get let's get a unified fight on. Let's get a unified champion. Then let's break the belts up. Selfishly, I just want to see AJ Fury. I don't think you will. I don't think we will either. But I want to see it. I want to see it, but you know, I want not, a twelve-inch penis. But I'm not, I'm not counting my lucky stars. I want to have my advent calendar seventh, but. Unfortunately, it's sixth. You got an advent calendar? Yeah, my girlfriend's mum bought it for me. It's actually really nice. <laughs> I I bought Steph and the girls an advent calendar. I didn't get me one. Not. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't buy anyone else one. So I, I'm just a selfish bastard. <laughs> you didn't get your bird an advent calendar? No. Nah. <laughs> oh well. Is is that a dumb thing? Like... Mate, you got to get your missus an advent calendar. It's like the law. Sure. I thought a present would be good enough. But... <laughs> 
you've got to sweeten them up with a bit of chocolate first, Robbie Rob. <laughs> True. I will mention, actually, before um, we go any further, that um, in the past few weeks, I've not been doing the podcast, Watford beat Man United 4-1. So, <laughs> we have to add that in there. <laughs> I have to gloat. How did they do against Chelsea? Oh, no, we're unlucky. We're unlucky. Now. I went to that. We were very unlucky. Um, yeah. But no. Now, Watford are doing really well. I don't even like football, but I know how well they're doing. We're not, we're doing shit. But, <laughs> but anyway. You're doing all yeah. right, man. At least you're not Huddersfield Town. Well, I think I'd rather be Huddersfield Town. Property, mate. Get a free cup of Bovril when you go in there, don't you? Anyway, we're going off track here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, obviously, we've got, we've got a touch on it. The biggest fight of the year has been cancelled. The century. Mate, it's bigger than Ali Frazier. Yeah. Um, Not really, but... Nah. It, 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 yeah, it, it's fucking massive. been all over the news today. It's been all over the news today, isn't it? So It's a shame the fight wasn't in the UK. What's the John Fury go? Yeah. So, uh, for those of you that live under a rock... Tommy Fury's pulled out of the fight with Jake Paul. Um, Luke is trying to channel his great Tommy Fury impression right now. I can't do a Tommy Fury impression. No, no, I'm on about your hair and your beard. (laughs) But, yeah, why? Fuck off with this Tyrone Woodley shit. Get Jake Paul to fly over here. He could sell out the O2 in 10 minutes. Right, get him to fly over here and he can fight John Fury. I think the thing is over Woodley, isn't it? Because he's obviously got the UFC crowd behind him. Um, yeah. He's quite big in politics in the Black Lives Matter movement. I think he's I think he's being involved in that. So there's a lot of people who are going to be watching it again. But yeah. um yeah. I just I want to see Tommy I want to see Tommy Fury knock him out, but um I would just love but to see John Fury. I'll, I'll just say one there. thing actually, because there'll be people listening and People are going to be mocking Tommy Fury all night, which, you know, all right, okay, I can do that if I want. But um, obviously it was all noted in the press, etc., that Jake Paul refused to take any sort of drug test. In my eyes, any fighter is, has a legitimate reason to pull out of any fight if the opposing fighter will not take a drug test of any sort. Yeah. So um, um, whether he's got a chest fetch or whether he's bullshit, if he's pulled out because the other guy won't drug test, whether he's a professional boxer or not, fair fucking play to him. So what, what a lot of people actually realise is drug testing doesn't actually go on as much as you think it's going to go on in boxing. Mm. So it's only really the top-level fights and title fights that you're going to get a drug test in. So if it was Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury, two 8-0 guys that no one had probably heard of, apart from the hardcore boxing fans, there would be no drug testing. Yeah. But the fact they've got the profiles they do, they is going to be, because let's face it, when you've got a huge profile, you've got loads to lose. That So you're more likely to have a bit of added science to help. Hmm. So, yeah, fair play. Uh, Obviously, the drug test has been offered. One's taken it, the other one hasn't. And yeah, it's fucking stupid. No, you know, it's got nothing to hide. Isn't it? You, you, you right. want to call yourself you know I mean? a professional boxer, have a professional boxing license. Well, yeah. when Vada, Usada, and I mean, so, so, this probably got nothing to do with why the fought off, but no. you know, let's just remember he did refuse a drug test. But let's face it, right? So if if he goes in there, right, and he gets battered, let's face it, right, that it could happen. You go in there, bad chest infection, can barely breathe, not been able to train properly. You've killed yourself making the weight because you haven't been able to exercise. To You know, uh, that's the reality of it, right? You go in there, you're drained, you're knackered, you get fucked up by some YouTube douchebag with shit hair, and you come out, oh, I've got a chest infection. You're going to look as bad as David Heaven who got his little toe out after the clips got Yeah. Because... And it wouldn't be able to lift that down. So unless you're hundred percent, there is no point risking it because I think the only a... thing that doesn't help them though is it is the old we'll fight anywhere, any place, anytime. And it's just I'll fight you, my son will fight you with a broken arm. You know, He'll bend your uh, missus uh, over and do it like and a I mean, dog. Do you know what? He probably is really fucking a bless one. How bad a chest infection is as an asthmatic. 
they're very horrible. But um, it's not a good look, is it? And he's going to get ripped. And, Isn't it? You know, fumbles. you know, unlucky, mate. <laughs> but no, nah, let's be honest. You know, there's no way he's pulled out because he's running scared, as some people are fucking trying to say. But you know, he's he's obviously got a chest, or maybe not fucking COVID. You don't know, but. No, but yeah, broken, no. broken, rib, broken ribs, quite bad, isn't it? You know, you yeah, can't... broken ribs, bad man. You can't laugh. Yeah, rib, you can't breathe. You can't fart. You can't cough. We can't laugh. We can do the podcast if we had a broken rib, can we? No, exactly. Mm. Especially um, when I've got to go into the edit and then cut all the shite out that we talk about. We can't <laughs> put in. One, one down. Release a reel of the shite we talk about. <laughs> get... Put Scott in. That's not Pepe De Marco, would he? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I just want to see John Fury fight Jake Paul. I don't care if that's stupid. The world yeah. sent him to a fucking circus. Of, I'm actually quite interested in the um the rematch he's having, um, because obviously as as fixed as his last two fights, so it'd be fucking nice if Tyler and Willie went in there just to kill him. I don't really like Tyler and Willie though, but. You know, could be interesting, couldn't it? It could be. What I found quite funny today is when I was on my lunch at work, I was flicking through <laughs> social media and that, and I came across some other, like, little boxing channel like us. But I don't think the guy's ever watched a real boxing fight in his life. He's like, Jake Paul is going to fight another professional boxer, Tyrone Woodley. Tyron Woodley is not a professional boxer, man. No, he's... and he doesn't even come from a boxing background in MMA, right? He's uh, a wrestler. Yeah, who fights in MMA? Like he is a you know American high school college wrestler. Like that's the thing, isn't it? You know, for example, if Jake Paul, let's say if he went in against like a Sean O'Malley or a McGregor or a Brad Pickett or a, a Bisping. This thing, right? He was more this of a... thing would kill him. But do you know what I mean? But these are stand-up fighting guys, if yeah. you know what I mean. Not not wrestlers or... You know, the, the whole thing is striking. So, you know, obviously he's won his fight. Some great fair play to him, but he's just fought wrestlers. He probably you know he what? probably are in the MMA for their high school, bloody, you know. I got into Harvard and wrestled for my degree. Okay, great. <laughs> How good would it be, though? If Paddy Pimlet boxed him, oh, I love that. I don't think Paddy Pimlet is what people would make him out like he's going to be, but I just fucking love him. Entertainment wise, he's great, isn't he? I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he's good for he's good for it, but I just I he's love not. The fact that, like, he's in a, he's in a, he's, he's in a difficult he's division, fought, isn't he? He's so fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his haircut, his haircut's fantastic. Is he? <laughs> He's like the UFC equivalent of Noel Fielding yeah. mixed with Ricky Hatton. Yeah, he's great. That's brilliant. But I, I, I just don't... Um, I hope he goes all the way. He's in a tough division, though, isn't he? He is. He's in a very yeah. tough division. He could have an easy fight with Jake Paul. You never know. I don't think he needs to do that, does he, Pimblet, at the moment? He's on the rise in the UFC, which, just to be honest, in America, I think UFC is probably bigger than boxing at the moment. I think it is. Uh, uh, probably quite a bit as well. Um, there's there's some massive boxing on this weekend, no? Yeah. Conor Ben. Yeah, who's he fighting this weekend? Come on, Rob. We were talking about this other week, weren't we? It was. <laughs> you was. Have to and, me, Katie, like. and Katie Taylor's fighting. Yeah. It's going to be a good fight. Like, we'll start with Katie Taylor first. So, just because I want to talk about, I honestly think Katie Taylor's coming into the last couple of months of her career. Months or? Yeah, I reckon she's got 12 months. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, she's not old, is she? But, like, for a boxer, for a professional athlete, she's getting on. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. And I just, I just, really I just don't you know I mean? think she looks looks as dangerous as she once did. Was it interested? Maybe. Adam, is it interested? Like, there's not really much for her to achieve. She's no. done everything, isn't she? Yeah, like you can't. You know, can't you think your own like her own health is? You know, you know, just get out of the game and 
you can do so much in the sport still. Yeah. Without having to fight. But I don't know. Just, I just think like she's not even headlining it for Christ's sake. Like, you know, like you look at the card and, you know, it's, it's an all right card, to be honest. You know, you've got Joe Cordina, Robert Davis Jr., Katie Taylor, Jordan Gill, Conor Ben. And Con- Conor Ben, I think since that fight where he got dropped and then he rematched the guy and beat him, like they've avoided punches since then. Like Chris Algieri, who is fighting on the weekend, is not exactly a big puncher. I say Algieri. <laughs> And, you know, you think, well, if Chris Algieri is not a massive puncher, but he's got a decent record, it sells, doesn't it? The thing is, it kind of, you know, how how far is Ben going to go? This is, you're never going to become the best in division by avoiding what you, not avoid, do you know what I mean? If you're not, if you've been hurt by a puncher kind of that early on, you can't just... And your aim is to be a world champion. You can't just afford punches for the next ten. No, five. you can't. But you I, can't I, do that. And... I think he. I think he's improved massively since then. Like I honestly think Conor Ben is probably surpassed British title level. But I'd still like to see him fight for one. I'd like to see him fight for a European. And I just think like well, you... I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he will fight for a European. I think they'll just that'll be bypassed. But I don't, I don't, and I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. right. I think that could be the downfall of not Same. the downfall of him, but do you know what I mean? It'd be another well, story think, of he, we've rushed him because there's no, something, it's good. There's something there, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's got no amateur pedigree whatsoever. He's had a, literally a handful of amateur fights and he's had 19 professional fights. He's won them all. He's had adversity in one of them, and he's probably had like a couple of tough moments in fights. Like brief moments. That's it. He's like, never looked. He's never looked in trouble, has he? No, really. apart from that one fight early on in his career. Yeah, but he wasn't in huge trouble, was he? Um, no, but you just think, well, he should go British, Commonwealth, European. So he has them tests. So he has a bit of adversity. So he needs to sometimes dig deep, see how big his balls are. Do you think that's like, why the sport's going now? Do, do, do you think that that's the way the sport's going now? Like now. They'll scout these superstars as such from young ages and they will just bypass them because it happens in a lot of other sports. It happens in football, it happens in rugby, it happens in... And it's never really happened in boxing until AJ happened, until AJ you know, won the gold. And let's be honest, he was catapulted straight into professional. And yeah, he was... You know, you know, when he fought Klitschko, really, should he have been in a fight like that? And he came out on top, but should he have been in it that early? Probably not, but at least, at least, at least AJ went... Obviously, he skipped European, but he did British, Commonwealth. He did, yeah, he did, yeah. But... But, I mean, that's 10 years ago, mind. Probably longer than that. Well, it's not 10 years ago, is it? Like, 2012 was the Olympics. Then he took a yeah. year off. It's just mad to think, fucking hell, 10 years ago nearly since 2012 Olympics. I assume like yesterday. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling old now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's depressing shit, isn't it? I'm 30, mate. I wonder how you feel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, is that is that a way to sports talk? And, and you have seen it with other fighters, you know, and not I'm not saying they rush them to the top, but they as me and you would agree, like the kind of key elements, you know, British Commonwealth um, and then European and there's a lot of big fighters who aren't doing that. Yeah. As much. And is I, it I is think, it good? Is it bad? I don't know. I think that's something. What the um, that'd be interesting actually for our audience to what they think about that. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how to describe the level of what Conor Ben's fighting at right now. Like it's, I wouldn't say they're like gatekeepers. I'd say they're like one step down from gatekeepers to world level. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the people who. Everyone's fighting as people like, you know, Brooks and Cars are fighting five, six years ago, right? Yeah, but like, you know, you look at um, Chris Algieri, right? So, he fought for a vacant WBO title. In, uh, when was that? 2019. In 
2015, I fought Amir Khan for a silver title. Lost that. In 2014, he fought Pacquiao for the WRO world title. Lost that. In 2014, he won a world title, WO, WBO world title. So you think, like, well, he is. Is that like gatekeeper, journeyman yeah, gatekeeper to world title level? But every time he's, you know, he's fought a, a big name, Pacquiao, Khan, Errol Spence, he's lost. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like he's one of them names, what these, these big fighters drag out to do a mandatory against or to... Not oh, yeah, of course. It's like, but do you know what I mean? He's one, you know, he's like, all right, yeah. He's like, he's, he's like Kiko Martinez, isn't he? He's one they'll always pull out. Oh, no, yeah, but Kiko, no, Kiko Martinez, come on, he was the champion in a good era and he's become a champion again. Yeah, I know. So Kiko Martinez is completely different to, <laughs> to someone like Allegri. No, but you'll always, you'll always see Kiko in and around that level. Yeah, he will, yeah. Like, yeah. You'll always see him in and around that level. And he's the sort of guy, he? Martinez is the sort of guy who will, there'll be a young up-and-coming prospect, they'll be like, oh, we'll put him in Martinez and they'll just get absolutely battered by him because he's, <laughs> you know, because he's like he's like he's not fancy he's not flush but he knows how to get the fucking job done he's like you could do all yeah they could do all their um fucking tappy dancing foot stuff and then they'll just get a big one in the ribs from martinez <laughs> yeah he's in for a hard night <laughs> yeah he is one of them fighters isn't he he is martinez. But- yeah, I'm, I am looking forward to this weekend's boxing. Although I am at boxing at Bedford this weekend. Are you, so you going, have to yeah? Catch it. Yeah, Nathan Graham's fighting. Um, it's been a while since Nathan's been in the ring. I think he's just going to have one last, you know, Is he still, is he still training, training Shaf? Uh, I think uh, Shaf trains in Delic quite often, yeah. Yeah. I, say, I think I know because I see Shaf down there quite often, but... yeah. Yeah, Nathan, you know, Nathan's going to have one last further dice, uh, see what he could do. You know, he's, well, you know, he's at the end of his boxing career, but he loves it. He's still in shape. Like, the guy's never out of shape. He looks like he's carved out of fucking stuff. No, he's at the end of his boxing career as in actually fighting and competing, but boxing career is not over, is it? He's still very oh. much involved in it. Oh, yeah, massively. You know, he's, he runs a massively successful gym. You know, coaches, God knows how many people. But yeah, so I'm going to... It's got to be, that's got to be difficult, isn't it? Like, you know, trying to put the gloves down. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, you know, I need to stop, but, oh, I'm trained every day. And you, he must want to, he's, every time he spars someone in there, he must just want to bloody get back in, mustn't he? Yeah. It's got to be difficult. Nathan's quality. So, you know, I'm going to go along and support Nathan. I've known Nathan for over 10 years. So, yeah. yeah. Gonna go and support him in that. Hopefully, see Josh down there because um, obviously it's a Shamrock show and Josh is um, promoted by Shamrock Boxing, so he's probably going to be there as well. He said, so it should be a good night. And then I'll come home and I'll just catch up on the zone. Yeah, no, Josh messaged me actually when um, Chelsea beat Watford. Thanks, Josh. Cheers, mate. Um, <laughs> what did he say? Was he giving you some oh, shit? Just give me shit, really. Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, it's all very good. So. <laughs> But um, no, that'd be a good night, good event. Um, yeah, but boxing seems to be in a entertaining place at the moment. Yes, for me. Um, let's hope the heavyweight division moves on a bit because it's been a bit since last year. It's a bit stalemate and boring, isn't it? But yeah. Oh, before we before we sign off, and we're on heavyweights. Apparently, the fight I think should happen is happening. What's that? Wilder Ruiz. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it's happening. So there's nothing been confirmed yet, but um, John Taylor Wilder was offered a warm-up fight and then a fight against Ruiz, and he said, I don't need a warm-up fight before I fight Ruiz. I'm in. I'll tell you what, I mean, that's two men wanting to prove something, isn't it? Now It is. That's going to be a good that, fight. That's America's version of AJ Fury. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, you know, Fury's a world champion, AJ isn't anymore. But they're both former world champions. Who's the best in the States? 
Yeah, that's what it you're is. right. And and yeah, and again, one of them's going to have a claim to a belt, aren't they? Yeah, you whoever don't need no bullshit title attached to it. Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? Like, even, think, even if whoever loses that fight, whoever wins, they both can have a shot at some point soon, aren't they? Of course they are, because it's so, they're both former world champions. Yeah, like. exactly. And quite right too, you know. I mean, yeah, right, let's be honest. Wild has probably lost the past two, arguably three fights against one of the best heavyweights of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, And he put up a fucking brilliant fight in the last fight, so that man deserves it, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, Wilder deserves shitloads of credit. Well, I didn't like how he acted after the fight. Oh, just yeah, like, not, not anyone, not anyone. Just but, like you know. how I didn't like the way that Lopez acted after the fight. Yeah, but, but let's get down, to, let's get down to pure, like, how they do in the ring. Fucking deserves a shot. He held, he held a belt for 10 years. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from nearly, not Deontay 10 years, Wilder, eight years or it, but... Deontay Wilder showed more heart and bottle and bollocks and determination than anyone I've seen in a long time. Yeah, definitely. He was getting yeah. a beating. In both, yeah. And, you know, he still, you know, he went out in the shield like he wanted to. Yeah. But he gave everything he had until that point. So if, I if, really if, if, if that part's happening, Luke, that's, we'll, have to, we'll have to watch that one because <laughs> that'll be, oh, that'll be brilliant. Yeah, that'll be a great fight. Yeah, we'll have to go around your flat. Yeah, feel free. I'll have to. What? I'll actually. I'll have to stop being stingy and actually pay for some sort of subscription. <laughs> so, so we can watch it. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to do the tight yards. Like, like Serbian sports. dot com. I do not advocate any of our listeners to use any dodgy streams or pay your money, pay properly. Yeah. Do it or do it, Rob does. Go back around your mum and dad's and get them to pay for it. <laughs> I don't I haven't watched anything there since. Even they tell me to fuck off now. So. Well, I thought they changed the locks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame them. Right, is there anything else you want to add before we sign off? No, nope, that's it, mate. Right. And, well, Rob. All good. It's happening. Candathians getting smashed. Are you going to lay any chocolate brownies on them? Now, what's your prediction? Calm, bro. What's your prediction? I think it's going to be carnage, baby. I think chocolate brownies are going to come. Oh, on points. And Can't I think Cam's going to sleep. It's going to be carnage. Yeah. Nah, Can't Can's going to win for me. Yeah, I think Can't on points is in. I want to see. I but... It could be quite boring, but. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're both a bit, a bit emotionally involved. It could be quite interesting. I don't think it'll last long. I don't know. Might, um, one of them might be prosing by the end of it and taking a knee. Yeah. One of them's got Terminator face. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, hope you'll be back next week. Peace. Ciao.